Welcome to the Contingency Movement Podcast. My name is Jedi Master David, and with me as always is Darth Austin. Hello, everyone. We should sit in a moment of silence. No, no, real, a real moment of silence. The, the, the ADHD, though. No, it's not for anything. It's, it's just for when I edit this so I can hear nothing. No background no. noise. No. <laughs> this, there this will is... always be a background noise because you'll hear the, I don't know, the, ba- the bouncing noise from the guitar sitting beside me <laughs> or something at least. <laughs> well, hello, folks. Hopefully, uh, hopefully this week is treating you well. Um, this is our first big boy test. We talked about it a little bit last week. We had kind of a big boy one last time because we adjusted everything properly. Well, true, <laughs> but we also were both in the same place and using yeah. just my equipment. So, so now is the real big boy uh, setup that you know we we finally got your recorder stuff settled. Hopefully, so there's no white noise anymore. We figured that out. You know, mics are good. You got everything. We're we're all good, right? Yeah, I'll tell you what. All week in the back of my mind, I just kept thinking, I'm not gonna remember those setting changes. <laughs> There's no way I'm going to. And you deleted that audio file explaining how to do it. And I guarantee it's not oh. gonna save, but it's saved. The only well, thing I had to think about was hitting play instead of record twice. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's very it's crazy. I mean, honestly, if you if if you really wanted to shell out the money for the exact recorder I have, great. But, like, it's definitely, uh, I don't know. I think it's still kind of significantly more than, than yeah, that Yeah, you said one. it was over, like, 200 I think. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, sometimes on the used market you can, you can find, you know, a Zoom H6 relatively cheap. I was actually pretty, I got a good deal on mine. Not only did I get a good deal on mine, but it had like all the attachments with it too, which cost extra and so forth. So yeah, so I'm if sure if I had to adjust it every time, I probably would go ahead and do that because I'd know there'd be <laughs> that one time we get caught up in something I completely forget, and everyone's yeah. like, "Why is the audio so terrible this week?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I hear you. It's it's crazy, but yeah, we're we're just we're just you know. We're just running on the fly, you know, putting some some duct tape here and there, and just we're flying by yeah. the seat of our pants. It's 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 good stuff. It, it's it's like that uh, that meme of the guy sitting in a room that's on fire, drinking coffee. Yeah. Like, oh, this is fine. It's, I mean, this is fine. It's working, sort of. It's so, working ish. Yeah. Well, anyway, folks, uh, on to some Star Wars, uh, at least for about a minute when I tell you what we're going to talk about, and then we'll talk about other stuff. Uh, we, <laughs> we have uh, Bad Batch, Episode 8, Reunion, and then we have two comics to go through. Uh, we have Darth Vader 12 and Dr. Aphra 10, uh, you know, all of part of the prelude to the War of the Bounty Hunters. Um, we're still crazy behind on comics i think we are up to date on vader after this though correct maybe i just know two bounty hunter i think afra is the only one we have left well i'm just saying not afra but we have one more i'm just saying in totality there's still a lot of total comics uh that we we just really haven't we haven't caught up like to current point and i um what was out this week 
I don't know. There were two. We we're not doing. We haven't done anything. Maybe we'll do like a, a bigger recap one time of the the smaller like uh, uh, High Republic Adventure series, which is kind of like the the kids comics. Yeah. We might briefly go through that. That was this week, and then there was. Um, I, I want to say it was uh, the next one in the Star Wars line. I'm pretty sure it was the next one in the main Star Wars line too that came out this week. So, yeah, yeah, good, uh, good, good stuff. The comics are really flowing. We will be having a book here before we know it. Another, another book, High Republic book. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's it's we're pretty pretty content heavy for the most part. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, honestly, though, truthfully, with Bad Batch and the comics, we've been, we've got a good variety, but, like, it's been super easy stuff. Like, we've been coasting through a little bit with that. It takes no time to read these comics, so I'm sure once the book hits, we'll be putting a little more time into it, but. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, you know, I mean, we, because of Bad Batch, we've kind of nixed kind of our, our rereads of stuff and yeah and whatnot. And to be honest with you, I, I kind of hate it. Kind of don't. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm kind of fine with it for now. Obviously, you know, there's some books that I think, you know, would be really cool to, uh, etch in, but you know, just with everything we've got, I think, I think we're, we're pretty much on track and, um, yeah, I don't know, man, I, I got to tell you, I can't, I just can't do a bad book right now. If I have a bad <laughs> book, I might go insane. And because uh, I, I have been reading a bad book this week. <laughs> so this will be a bad time to do more Alphabet Squadron. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah. So I, 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 I do some episodes over on These Are the Voyages, and we've been trying, you know, we, we, we have a recording this weekend to... Uh, talk about a discovery the series uh discovery uh tie-in book and it's it's rough it's rough man it is rough trying to get through that book yeah uh, one of these days i'll actually get into star trek and we'll have a discussion video about it <laughs> it's just the older i get the more i feel like it's too much it's, it's almost like uh doctor who to me it's like uh it's just it's too much content. <laughs> Probably well, for a lot of people who aren't into Star Wars, it'd feel the same way, I'm sure. I mean, I, I suppose. And there are several different series of, you know, Star Trek and, you know, the the books. I, I'm not going to like, I wouldn't press any Star Wars or Star Trek books on anyone necessarily. Um, I think that some are fine, some are, you know, whatever. Um, I, I will say there is kind of a weird trend in... A lot in quite a few new Trek books of like adding in a lot of cursing, which oh, is really? which is odd because we don't really have that much, if at all, in in Star Wars books, and you know partially because it's it's very Disney and kid centric. Well, we're getting we're getting more fake cursing. I feel like. Well, yeah, sure, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, fake, yeah, fake made up space words for sure but it sometimes is really blatant and i and i've just it, it went from the obligatory like one s word per per, uh, per book and then it, <laughs> it winds up being like a couple of f-bombs uh you know 
and it, it's it, it was it, I find that to be a, a little strange because I, I don't I don't know that sometimes a little colorful col- colorful 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 metaphors are sometimes kind of fun, uh, you yeah. know, put a little point of emphasization on it. Like I'm an adult. Bleep, bleep, bleep. <laughs> but, you know, at the same but time. But almost sometimes it feels like, hey, I'm doing this just to prove that I'm an adult. Yeah. Some, sometimes It's also it, kind of yeah. weird, like, all the movies and TV shows. I'm sure it's like that with Star Trek, too. It's like you don't get all that cussing, and then you do in the books. It's just kind of jarring. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it is. But at any rate, that's, that's an entirely different universe. Um, so One anyway. Most people listening probably don't even accept <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, we I got think our it, wars. I think it. I think it crosses over. The the thing is, is like Trek and Trek and Star Wars are different in really in the point where Star Trek explains a lot more, and Star Wars. And Star just Wars tries, just shouldn't explain more. <laughs> well, it, it's it's not that. It's just it, it's it's more mysticism than science. Mm-hmm. It's there's not really a science to it. You know, like, well, that's what I'm saying. That's why they shouldn't explain more like they've been trying to, I feel like, lately, and they just shouldn't. <laughs> Maybe, but, you know, I mean, the thing, like, with a, with a lightsaber, right? So there have been a lot of YouTube videos nowadays with people building real lightsabers. Yeah. But what they wind up being is basically just big torches or something like that. And it's like, well, that's cool, but you run into that's the same problem... You run into the same problem that the flamethrower guys from like World War II ran into when they shot the tank on the back and right. it exploded. Right. <laughs> you, you know, it, it's like the same. It's the same. You, you have a big tank. It's like I've got a sword. Ping. Right. You know, it, it's it, so. Well, and plus, I mean, with the delay involved in that, as far as like cutting in through anything or like, yeah, you know, like. The obligatory, I'm going to stab the center of this door and twist the lightsaber until it opens. Yeah. That would take, like, a million times longer with that. Yeah. <laughs> so, but again, there, there, is, there is a suspension of belief that has to happen with, with, Star, with Star Wars more so than Trek. And um, there was a bonus episode this week I recorded with Chase because Chase had finished his first watch through of Clone Wars. Never watched really? it before. So he finally finished the entire series. And we talked about it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes he'd ask questions. And it's like, you just got to go with it. Like, just yeah. you just got to go with it. There's no science. There's no explanation. You just just roll. How, how much <laughs> of Star Wars did he already know before that? Oh, no. I mean, he's reasonably well-versed in Star Wars. He You know, okay. movies and, and some books and so forth. But. Yeah, I just never really watched the the series, which is okay. I mean, there's a lot of people that haven't watched um, the series. I think he's now watching uh, Rebels, so mm. that's that's the next thing up. I feel like it's probably easier for people to go from Star Wars to Trek, honestly. Because I feel like most people I talk to are just into Trek, just wouldn't be able to, like you said, suspension of belief. You know, you'd want to overanalyze things a bit because that's what you're used to with your show. So, yeah, I, I don't know. They are certainly two very different universes that explain things in two very different ways. Heck, and Nec- that's why I didn't get why it was such a fight because they're really not the same thing. Yeah, uh, well, I, uh, everybody fights about everything. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're 
if you're a nerd or a jock or, you know, a politician or some regular person just in middle America, everybody wants to fight about something, whether it's your favorite. My sports team beats your sports team. Go sports. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, it's, the same, it's the same reason why, you know, you get so much, uh, like, nationalistic pride with the Olympics when nobody cares about any Olympic sport throughout the year. But as soon as the Olympics are on, all the old people, because no one young really watches it. Just kidding. I'm (laughs) sure some do, Um, which is actually kind of interesting because I think the only, really the only Olympic stuff that I ever have really watched with any regularity is some of the swimming, like the relay, like the the actual, like, Mm, you know, doing all the swimming stuff or... I mean, really, I don't really know. I don't really know what else I've watched. I don't, I don't really watch the I Olympics. I don't know the so. last time I watched the Olympics, but I know it was, like, pre-16, so probably 08, 12, maybe. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, but anyway, let's, let, let's wrap that up. Going a little long. How was your week, no, man? No, not really. Oh, God, I thought we were going to skip that. Yeah, we're, we're going too long. It's okay. <laughs> uh, week week was you know normal back to work no fun. How about you? Long <laughs> I really week. have nothing to talk about honestly. <laughs> no, it's fine. It was it was it was a little bit of a, a deceptive a deceptively long week. Um, so not Sigling like into a super short weekend. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of true. It, it wasn't horrible or anything. It was just it it just felt a lot longer than what it had any business being. So no, no, no biggie, but just, you know, just long. Um, so, all right, man, what, uh, what do you want to do first? That is the shortest. How was your week session we've ever had? I'm not going to expound on that much because I don't want to take up more time, but I'm proud of myself. Are you? (laughs) No, I'm not proud. (laughs) We're not egotistical this week. (sighs) Yeah. No, but uh, so what do you want to do? You, do you want to do Bad Batch first? Or you want to do the comics first? Oh, I was kind of thinking we'd actually save best for last and do comics first this time. Okay, I was actually thinking the same thing because like we always do comics last, or yeah, I think I we know. always do comics last. So we I do. We'd it's always it Bad Batch first. <laughs> yeah, let's go through that. You want to do uh, Afro and then Vader? That's what I'm holding. Okay, this is weird. So yeah, we've got we've got Afra ten and Vader twelve. Again, these are the you know part of the prelude to the War of the Bounty Hunters. So the four comic series that we have out today, Afra Vader Bounty Hunters, and then the main Star Wars line are all converging for this you know short arc uh, towards the Hopefully. kind of capture Hopefully of. Short. Well, that's what it says <laughs> at least. But uh, towards the um, capture of Han Solo and what will happen mm-hmm. with that, um, I don't know what you have in the entrance of, or in the very first page of your your comic book. But I have a pretty sweet Lego X-wing getting shot at by a Lego Tie Fighter. Uh yeah, got the same yeah. one. It's pretty sick, man. Makes you want to spend like hundred bucks really easily, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? The Lego X-Wings are so much better than when we were growing up. It does look really cool. Yeah, it does look really cool. I don't actually think I ever had a Lego X-Wing. I didn't either because they sucked, and I never was interested in them. (laughs) Hmm. Like, Lego Star Wars was not good back then. Eh, 
I mean, some of it was. I mean, I had I had Anakin's pod racer and the Naboo fighter. Those were pretty cool. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I know you talked about the fighter, but I don't. Were you a kid when you got there, or like a mm-hmm. teenager? No, I was a kid. Okay. Those would have been episode one, so like ninety nine. So yeah. All right. So Doctor Afra, um, we kind of left off with the whole Nihil drive that doesn't work, but. The path engine. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, we had, you know, kind of a hold up. I mean, a literal hold up here on mm-hmm. Midar. And um, yeah, this, uh, the <laughs> the gray fox pirate lady here. With a, yeah, whatever. It looks like gray fox, like from Skyrim. <laughs> yeah. That mask. Um and, you know, that she's just shooting people like, finish your work, Pew! finish your work, not fast enough, Pew! you know. And um, I don't know if I really noticed it in this series, but like the art style in some of this just looks really, really thrown together. You know, Afra's not that great in this one, I'm not going to lie, like throughout the entire comic. Well, it, they they seem to have a lot of uh, disagreement with what she actually looks like. Yeah. Like it's, it's like they haven't really settled on her face because even I don't have the other covers here, but like, her, the, like you know, the cover faces are usually what's going to be, you know, really right. thought out. And, That's and, your character, you know. But even that changes. And then when you look in the comic, it even changes more. Like, and I get it. There's well, some artistic license here, but I, I feel like it would be really cool if they figured it out. Like, what it what does she look like? Period. Like, give her a face. Right. Like, Luke Skywalker has a face. Han Solo has a face. You know, yeah. uh, Princess Leia has a face, and I think Sana has largely stayed the same. Sana Staros, but like Afra just seems to morph so much in between comics and series. I, I don't really get that. Maybe some other comic folks can explain that to us, like why that happens so much. But I'm not just talking about in the comic and against the cover, but I'm talking about like the covers. Even the covers yeah. seem to look different. Well, in this comic, I mean, I'm not going to try to be super negative, but it seemed a little lazy on the art side. Like even Lucky, for the uh, most true. part, looks nothing like Lucky. It's just everybody's a little meh. Almost like they were rushing this one a bit. Yeah, but I, I will say that, like, in the beginning, this comic was not bad. It was actually one that we didn't really mind. It was kind of a yeah. cool sort of story. This one is a little bit, you know, it, it's okay. It feels more like a transition between storylines, which is well, well, what it is, really. Um, yeah. But Afra, kind of in classic Afra fashion here, <laughs> like, crawls up on the stage, you know, where this engine is and our our gray fox still blasting people and afro's like yeah i'll fix it i'll kill you last oh that's not much incentive well i'll kill this person right now and cool and what's up with these stormtroopers like the stormtroopers are like doing nothing yeah yeah i didn't really understand that because like in the beginning they're just all kind of like standing outside like, they have to be told what's going on. It's a little weird. 
Yeah, I mean, they're, they're just, like, guarding the place. Like, we're not going in. Don't, don't like, get around. And then they're like, oh, yeah, hey, help us. Uh, you know, I, I can't right now. We'll do it later. I don't hear you. Yeah, and then we have uh, we have anime anime Lucky and anime uh, what was what was his um, partner's name here? They don't have uh, it in the front of the cover. I always forget this guy's name. Ari A R I O L E Arioli. Sure. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Is that really his name? Like, I don't. That doesn't sound familiar. From yeah. the, whatever, I don't really care. Kind of seems yeah, the like opening a bit one, of a, the the first one with Lucky on the Canto Bite one. Yeah, no, I see yeah. it there. It's they just like that. Name. It just doesn't. Sound, it doesn't seem right, does it? <laughs> it doesn't sound familiar. Yeah, kind of anime Goku guy with wild hair and this uh, like Kingdom Hearts blue jacket. Um, Accurate. I don't know, man. I mean, like, is Lucky interesting? Have we asked this before? We've asked this before, and up until this point, my answer has been the same. No. Well, I mean, in the, in the beginning, he, he kind of did the double cross that nobody expected. So, okay, kind of interesting. He's got a gambling brother who can't stop gambling, I guess. But, yeah. And, and he's not going to try and stop him. He's not going to pull him away. He's just going to keep no. paying for it. Yeah, it's, it's cool, dude. I'll just work forever so that you can I mean, just gamble in, in, in kind of a weird way i mean it's kind of this is gonna be a bit of a downer but it's like trying to support a parent who's incapable of working and like you just come home and they're they're just sitting around because they can't do anything but yeah. like you actually have the option to stop it and get on with your life and you don't yeah it's just weird yeah exactly well, anyway, uh, Afra, you know, well, they're beating up guys. They're they're just beating up people, yeah. thinking it's a trap. Uh, Arioli doesn't really have a weapon either, dude. Like, I don't want to call him that. I'm going to call him do. Star Wars. I kind of do. I, I kind of want to call him Arioli now. <laughs> I, I I I'm sure I'm sure it's more like Ariole or something like that. Ariole or something. Either way is a little too close. You know what? I do what feel I do about. feel like that's right because I'm pretty sure that I talked about somebody at work over in Manila who's connected to our company and his last name is Ariola, which is a Filipino thing apparently. Mm. Which is also a nipple. But anyway <laughs> You know, I didn't notice it the first read through. He's got these little like uh spiked knuckle things. Yeah, yeah. So he's full melee, you know. Yeah, Feel like that'd be terrible in this universe, but okay. He likes throw that the fi- monk route. Throw on the fist. Go the monk route. Be that monk from World of Warcraft. Go ahead, do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's move on. So Afra's fixing the engine. Uh, the stormtroopers finally come in, and there's shoosting, and then Afra takes a green ball. And she also says, "Cark it." Yeah, <laughs> man, you're summarizing this really well, but it's kind of sad how easy it is. To summarize. <laughs> what to do? What to do? Cark it. What? Cark it? Okay, that's not even kinda, like clever. <laughs> well, 
Well, like, it kind of goes back to the whole talk about cussing. It's like, but it doesn't even make sense. Well, yeah, it doesn't like make any... fake words don't make sense to me. Well, you, 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 have to add, you have to have a word that has, like, the same first letter. Like, if you said flarbit, I could get that. Yeah. You flarber. I don't know. I mean, that might be offensive to somebody. I'm not sure. But it sounds offensive. So there you go. Um, anyway, after she takes out the little green orb, the engine blows up. Uh, of course, she, boom. she lives, I guess, and Sana saves her, sort of. It's not a guess. She does. I, I read <sighs> to the end. I mean, kind of. Uh, and then <laughs> I guess Sana mildly shoots Gray Fox in the eye, but not really. So that's something. I don't know. It kind of looks like a burn, almost more than a shot. It's weird. I think this person's name is Vukora. Is that how we're how I would say that? Vukora, V U K O R A, Vukora, 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 something like that. I'm gonna call her Gray Fox. Anyway, (laughs) uh, so then we go back to uh, our sort of benefactor here. We really don't read these in um, in any sort of real sequence, and I always forget their names. Was it Domina? Was her name right? Lady Domina. Find it. Pretty sure that's what it was. Maybe. Let me just get ahead here a little bit because I feel like we're gonna see it. Whatever. I think it's Lady Domina. Yeah, that's yeah, sure. it. Which you know, <laughs> I thought of that worm. On Corellia, which is Lady Proxima. <laughs> it's like, oh, the backstory. Oh, no, wait, that's not the right name. <laughs> so anyway, in my stupor as I was reading this the first time. But anyway, Afra tells her that she did destroy the engine. So she puts uh, Sana in one of those airless bubbles and uh, chokes her a little bit. And then Afra gives her the little green data chip crystal thing yeah glowing radioactive data thing and uh so yeah that hey. your computers wouldn't be able to read because it's something from like 400 years ago but that's fine yeah well and they even Suspension say the of en- disbelief right well she also says at the end it's like well it's not going to help her at all because it's it's junk i mean it's junk tech right. there's nothing there so there you go um then uh domina gives her another uh another job which it kind of seemed to blow off in a way. I don't know. Yeah, Eben, Eben Drake. Arm smuggling ring. Uh, and it's a cousin. So, yeah, cool. <clears throat> so, figure out what the cousin's up to. And then, like, you know, don't mess it up, bro. And, and then, then we have a convergence coming. Yeah, kind of. But we also have this whole deal where there's like a... We've got a mole in our midst, Lady Domina. Here, have some tea. I'll yeah. drink this tea with you. I might I have killed, killed four of them already, but there's more. <laughs> I might have killed Why a guy. Why is there one sitting beside me? <laughs> I might have killed someone. Oh, well. I didn't fine. use the tea, though. Don't worry. The tea is not poisoned. <laughs> <laughs> yes, good times. Um, and then we see Sana and um, Afra like, dealing with some ropes, which is mm-hmm. fun. What the, I mean, what, 
They're just breaking ropes with their bare hands. Pretty strong. Sure. And uh, yes, and then the convergence you're talking about, we have this sort of dual page where um, Lucky and, you know, Ariola, Ariola. and <laughs> Afra and Sana, they're, they're all like two of them are happy and two of them are sad and we're going in the same direction. And then we have at the very bottom, um, one of our bounty hunters here is just like literally V R R R R He's just verring through space. reality. <laughs> It'd be funnier if he was the one actually making the noise and not a ship. When I first saw that, I was like, I just like, Vroom, vroom, I'm driving through space. Vroom. Yeah, you got like just a dialogue. It's like, look, he's like, I can't wait to get there. Afra's like, man, this is going to be a big score. Bounty hunter. Vroom. It was so stupid looking. I'm sorry. It looks, well, at least it gave a good laugh. I will give it that. It gave me a good laugh. So there you yeah. go. So again, this is all heading towards our convergence in our re- true first issue. Of the War of the Bounty Hunters. Let's move on to Vader, or as I like to call it, let's just piss on Not. cannon. Is that is that too harsh? Do I need to bleep that for well, the kids? Well, well, honestly, there's something I'd like to call it that we would definitely have to bleep for the kids, but B-word <sighs> Vader. We'll just call it that. Yeah, so this Vader's, and I feel like we talked about this last time we talked Vader, but like th- this Vader series started so promising with like a crazy interesting prompt. Yeah, and then none of it mattered. None of it. Oh, mattered. it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't matter at all right now. I mean, it could. Let's let's give it some credit. It could later, maybe. But, but like so far, I just feel like from listening and reading the Padme series. It's literally like, hey, you know how that was cool? Here's five minutes of it. F you. Let's get on to something else. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that because, you know, again, seeing the Handmaidens, that whole story was just, it felt really, really good. And, and now we're dealing with stuff that, the, the Exegol stuff I think we both agree was garbage. I didn't like that yeah, at all. Total trash. But we're not getting better here. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and now, I mean kind of like a quick summary it's like we're now adding all we're, we're, we are overriding and i've said this before i don't like overwrites of existing history it's like well but it's not like it's not like breaking canon no but you're overriding it's it like adjusting you're, it in a way that isn't i mean it's not useful you're overdubbing something but not in a yeah. funny way so it doesn't make I much mean, sense I mean, let's just go ahead and kind of break down what we don't like about before we well, read the, it. Cause l- l- let's, let's, let's go through it like we do. Let, let's go okay. through the plot. and then. But yeah, we'll, we'll, I mean, we'll break it down as we go, obviously. So anyway, Vader is back with our now blind, I guess, stup- you know, bounty hunter that I, I don't really care about. I don't care about this guy. Do you? Ro- Rochi, is it? Yeah. Do you care about Something him like at that? all? Yeah. No, no. I mean, he seemed kind of cool. Well, he it took me a minute cool to remember who he was. Uh, I did too. I just had just to going a week it. or two without reading it. It's like, who is this guy? Yeah, I, I, it did. It took me a second too. But anyway, Vader's back. Uh, they're on Coruscant, um, and you know they're basically rebuilding Vader again. And by the way, I mean it, it's kind of 
Oh, no, it's nitpicky for art, but, like, are you at this page yet? Uh, yeah, uh-huh. Where you got Palpatine doing just that weird little, like, <laughs> I'm going to bite my lower he, lip. He looks like Freddy Krueger. Yeah, it's just super creepy. Yeah, he, he has no lips. Yes, he's giving you a... <laughs> Don't worry about it, my friends. Yeah. I had lips and then that Jedi. But I will. Me. I will say, however, the art in this does seem oh, a little it's so, bit. It's it, so good. It's better. Honestly. It's it's better though, because like even a few panels above the the Palpatine face is looking pretty good. They're toying yeah. a little bit with Masameda, but you know, no no worries there. Um, the Vader is very good. Even the robots are really good in this. Oh yeah, actually. for sure. So instead of just like decoupling parts, they're using. Saul's for some reason, yeah. uh, which doesn't make much medical sense, but whatever. And Vader decides not to shut down, which I'm not going to talk about much, but I don't like. I just, it just yeah. sounds so stupid. Like, he's not a robot. Well, yeah, he's not a robot. You, you could put him out, but you he can't shut him down. He still feels things. Yeah, he yeah. still feels things. <laughs> yes. So, anyway, uh, he's kind of going through this sort of split reality stuff where you know they all oh, almost co- like he's reliving what happened but talking to his son in the process of it happening yeah i mean oh there goes my hand i'm going to get a new hand and oh look my son got a new hand and uh the i remember when i almost shot him down but his friends are like yeehoo and they saved him and he can't do anything without his friends and they're stupid um then we get to a panel here, which I, to, you know, I, I guess I don't, I don't really get this, and, and I and I kind of hope maybe you can maybe you can connect some dots, because we're on Corellia again, and you know it's some time later, and then we have Rodian coming down the walkway of his ship, which is that same YT freighter. Um, and he kills him, and then we have Han Solo. And then he's like, oh, no, you, Vader? And then you have Luke and Han firing well, on him. Well, but that's that's an old panel. It's in red, so that's, like, on the Death yeah. Star. So that's, like, that's right. an old panel. But, yes, that was my first thought, too. I was like, wait, oh, it's red. That's a flashback. Yeah. So, so what we're saying here is that Vader had an encounter on Corellia with... Han and Chewie before Cloud City. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. It feels no. like overriding again. Mm-hmm. It doesn't because make it any sense. Dimi- it diminishes our iconic scene walking into that conference room. You've got Vader and Boba. Kind of, kind of takes away from that moment a bit for me, personally. I'm not trying to be a gatekeeper here. I'm fine with things changing to an extent, but... They do a lot of this in this in this comic, and I don't like it. Well, I mean, what, what would be the timing of this? Because we're, we're past five. The, yeah. the, the events of... Well, no, no, wait. So the events of this... How does well, we're not past five at this point. Well, see, but that's in, kind of... In, that, in this panel. <laughs> but, but see, that's, that's deceiving, though, because the beginning of this line started post-five, between five and six. Because we already had the events happen. We, we had the events of, you know, capturing Han, cutting off Luke's but they, hand. 
but they also have the little interview. Oh, uh, excuse, hold on, hold on. Too. Sorry, so, like, sorry. Reverse that. No, you're, you're, Reverse it, flip it. I'm thinking about the main Star Wars line, not Vader. That's my bad. Okay. That's my bad. But the, uh, so this is set. This is set pre five, post four. That's my bad. I was mixing up. I was mixing up comic lines. So, but like, where's the timeline go with this? Because well, like, that that's what if makes it's it super anywhere, confusing. If it's anywhere close to Cloud City, Han ain't going to Cloud City when yeah. he already dealt with Vader that soon. <laughs> well, <laughs> see, it's see, not going to happen. He's not going to trust him. Well, that's what's confusing me a little bit here and there because. The, all these are supposed to converge, but the main Star Wars line is actually ahead in time, technically. Right. And Vader is catching up. Aphra yeah. is catching up. They're, like, catching up to that, I think. And um, I don't even know where Bounty Hunter is, and I don't really care. No, I don't honestly. care either. But, you know, my, my point is is this encounter with with Han seems premature. Like, it just seems... Yeah. It just seems premature. It's like, what? at what point are we here that Han, A, he would be on Corellia. When would he have went to Corellia? What would he have needed to do on Corellia? And here's the other thing, too. At this point, between A New Hope and Empire, he's with the Rebellion. Yeah. Why would he have to go there? He's not doing side work. Well, yeah, he would have been on Hoth. He should be on Hoth right now. I mean that's that would have been my thought. Or is thought. it pre Hoth? If it's pre Hoth, it really gets messy. It, 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 like it's kind of messy. messy. But here's the other thing that I I didn't really care for all that much, and it kind of feels a little bit more like uh, Legends than it does Canon because they go to see the droid in the shipyard, mm-hmm. and he's like he identifies Solo, and the troubles in the the droid is like. Yeah, local boy, actually, but you can't say he made good. Just another scum rat turned smuggler. We can't have got. He can't have gotten far, uh, should we? But here's the thing. Actually, he left. He left Solo's cannon. He left. His records would be an Imperial pilot. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I suppose. Yeah. Right. Right. But. I, I think it goes back to, yes, he was a local boy. Yes, mm-hmm. I think it's still canon that his father worked in the shipyards. I'm pretty sure they said that in Solo with when he and um, yes. Lando yeah, had talked. Did. Yes, But yes. he wasn't a Solo. So that name right. is a, that name was given, not yeah. not assumed. And now we're now this droid just automatically has him in a record bank. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah this te- local kid. Technically, that record bank would have nothing to do with the Empire. And the Empire is when he was well, given the, the surname Solo. Yeah. So what's However, going on But we, we do have to say that the Empire still would have control, would be in control of Corellia, though. So, I mean, this this would be potential. I don't know. I think th- there's a lot to that. There's a yeah. lot. Probably one of those rabbit holes that's not worth going into. But at the same time, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, I mean, the, the naming, th- the, the droid thing is not a huge point it just seemed a little bit odd to me the otter point the movie is that solo messes with that to an extent it does sort of but with the surname but my thing is is just having vader and having this very brief confrontation on corellia that's what's odd to me but it was cool to see yeah. it was cool to see a shipyard of of millennium falcon so that was pretty cool was especially pretty cool. a warranty shipyard for repairs and uh, i thought that was cool but yeah 
Here's some, my some, some of them have the escape pod. Some of them don't. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. None of them have all the additions of solos. So. <laughs> <laughs> They're well, very you know, stock. Well, if, if you look in here, like some of them even have like different, um, different dishes on them. Like some of them around yeah, the yeah. one in the front is square. They have different colorings and everything. Um, the like coloring was pretty cool. I did appreciate that. Yeah. So, so, so to be honest, I like that personally. I thought yeah, it was, that was I thought that was sweet. Neat. Yeah, nerd side flared up with that. But what I didn't like is, and this, uh, it goes back to making Vader kind of a B-word. <laughs> we kind of get enough flashbacks to ensue that the reason he's going after Solo is pride. Solo shot him down, so now he wants to find him and get revenge. And does Vader really have time to get revenge off of some random pilot with some random junk? Well, well, I mean, I, vehicle. I mean, the, 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 he doesn't well, have time for this. But the, but the thing, but that's not that's not how I took it personally. The way I took it was, really? he is trying to eliminate Luke's friends. Because he kind of says in here, you're basically got nothing without thing, your friends. Though. I don't think it has anything to do. I mean, it could, but the way I read it, I don't think it has anything to do with Solo at all. It only has to do with his son and trying to eliminate his friends. That's all that I I guess took. maybe I'm just kind of reading into that because we get the, the flashback panel of him shooting him down and, you know. Sure. I can't Yeah, no, I, I, could, you know? I could see. And, and that kind of is the interesting thing with comics and books. You can take multiple, multiple uh, takeaways from it. Um, yeah. But then I feel like it gets lazy again, and basically we just recount the events of five when Solo's captured. I mean, literally, it's just like it's it's frame for frame. Yeah. So it's it's, it's almost kind of a waste of a panel, to be honest. I mean, it's cool, but then it's it's not. I mean, it's cool, and then it's not. And then we have another thing that I don't I don't particular particularly understand. We we have the this bounty hunter again, which um, you see his fried eyeballs. Right, is he getting like implants? I assume he's getting implants. Mm. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I would say so. Cyber cyber balls. Um, Either that or they're just itching his eyelids. I don't know. Oh jeez. It's kind of itchy in the socket. Can you just, you know, kind of like, you know, do something about that? Um, so anyway, I, Palpatine's like, you've seen the secrets of the dark side. You know the way of the Sith. Decide for yourself. And then there's a lot of Oz and Nyaz and me, my lord. Anime stuff. Anime stuff. <laughs> yeah. But we kind of get into this flashback panel after that that, is probably one of my least favorite. And maybe I'm reading into it differently than you would, so okay. you go ahead and kind of talk about this first. All right, so we're talking about, like, when Vader was, like, preparing to shoot Luke Targeting down. Luke, yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Red Bubbles, let's just do these. Uh, you could be strong, my son. I know there is power in you, but I have seen the true might and purpose of the Sith, and there is no room for another. So this time, you will die. And so yeah. that just quick opinion that to me is a complete is a complete attempted retcon of of Vader's motivation. Exactly. After and five through six. 
Okay. That's my I... problem. Because Vader's motivation from five to six is to overthrow the Emperor, not to be his little lapdog. And the yeah. thought that between those movies, he's just dead set on killing his son because he's that in love with the idea of the Emperor and how powerful he is ruins The Last Jedi a little bit for me. Return of the Jedi, I'm sorry. Return of the Jedi, yeah. It kind of ruins it a bit. Sure. And our last little piece here, we have... We have the bounty hunter, or, 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 you know, what what was his name again? Our our no-eye guy? Grochi? Grochi? Sure, okay. Grochi? Going before a a super hot buff Jabba. And you know Jabba's Jabba's throwing him to the rancor. Come on. Jabba's got abs now. Look at that sexy slug. It's weird. He's got giant, like, muscular arms. going with that retcon stuff. And that's not how Jabba sits, either. He, he That's has, not how Jabba sits. <laughs> he, he has abs. He has pecs and he abs. He does. Like, he's whoever drew this is... He's got abs. And, and, we, and we were complimenting the artwork. Nobody else has abs. Well, Just yeah. him. We, we were complimenting the artwork, but that is a crazy, terrible interpretation of Jabba the Hutt. It's creepy. Well, so, yeah, it's not it's just creepy, but creepy. They're, they're, they're giant slugs. They're, they're sloth. They yeah. get bigger. They're not... I mean, they, they are powerful. Like, they, they can move fast when prompted, and we've seen that before, but they are they but are part of their empire fat. is the idea of, I don't really want to do anything. I want to build this empire around me, so I get to relax, and everyone does everything, and I still make yeah. money. And that kind of defeats the purpose of that. Right. <laughs> now, on top of that, we get that Solo was stolen. Um, you mean Jabba lost him? Uh Actually, you know what? Is this Jabba? I don't think this is. Is this Jabba at all? Who else would it be? What other hut would there be? I don't think it. You know what? To be honest with you, I don't think that this is Jabba now that I look at it. So here's here's what I'm saying. Solo was stolen. You mean. Oh, actually, you know what? The way he says it. I was just. He's talking to the hut and he says, you mean Jabba lost him? Yeah. I guess that's not Jabba. So, well, you know, obviously we see giant slug like this, and we kind of think Jabba, and he's got similar minions around him. But it's still stupid that he's buff. (laughs) Well, but but regardless, so the the dialogue, Solo was stolen, you mean Jabba lost him. Jabba remains strong, he will recover him, and his power will increase. Oh, it actually has his name, Boku. Let me look this guy up. Oh, that's who Boku is? Okay. Yeah, I think we just misread the panels, which is fine. I mean, that, what? I don't know. That's not what I want. It, it took me to Japanese soap. Uh, stop autocorrecting, you, know, you SOB. That makes a little bit of sense because the panel right after No Boku made no sense to me because it was like, you will recover him and give him to me, and lucky you, your power will increase. That comment made no sense to me in the context of talking to Jabba. That makes sense now. I actually don't think that... I think this might be an original attempt... Yeah, I don't think that this person is anybody. So I, th- I think that this is. Oh, they a, don't even like tie him in. Like no, how I, I think I think they made. I made the, they made this buff 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 hut up. Um, Super and, intimidating. So again, the terrifying. dialogue here. You will recover him and give him to me, and lucky you, your power will increase. So 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 strange, Ochi of Bestoon. None of my regular Imperial contacts have spoke to me of this foolhardy plan. Are you certain that you serve the Emperor? 
Uh, I serve power, Boku, so today I serve Vader, as do you, and Vader pops up with his saber. This, again, and, I, and we apologize, folks. I mean, we miss stuff as much. So this is not Jabba. This is like I another hut. I this one a bit. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's a buff hut, uh, apparently, a super buff hut, who I, I don't know if he's over Jabba or if he's, yeah, I mean, I don't really understand the hut, you know, mafia there, but I don't really care. Um, but regardless, we have Vader going to a hut, and now he wants Solo back. So that he, and, and again, this is just my interpretation. I know you have yours too, but like for me, I think it's to like eliminate Luke's friends to, so he stands alone. It doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense to me. It makes Vader, Vader never used those tactics to turn Luke to the dark side. He used his own connection with Luke, I felt like, in the yeah. movies. And I just don't see the point in this. And if he's going to go after him, why isn't he going after Chewie, R2, and Leia? Well, maybe yeah. that'll be next for this. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't get it. it. It doesn't make any real logical sense to me. And um, it just feels like, it just feels, it feels like, it f- feels like overriding. It feels like retconning to me. It just doesn't feel right. It is. I, I feel like it is 100% retcon and I don't like it. Yeah. But hey, at least in let's see, five days from now we'll get to watch Vader tee off against an IG unit. Sweet. Because that's the next issue. Artwork is him deflecting blaster bolts from yeah. which IG was it? Who cares? <laughs> Yeah, no true. offense. Who cares? Um, I can't get eighty-eight and eleven right. To yeah, it's to probably life, a new so. one. We're we're making up buff huts and <laughs> who? I don't know. It, it just, again, like this, this. These arcs are the reason why I feel like you are getting this sort of contingent of people who are just turning away from things. And here's the thing: we are not gatekeepers, but. I will give my opinion on things, mm-hmm. and if it feels wrong, it feels wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. It just feels wrong to me. But these, th- the way that this is going, it doesn't make any sense. And here's the thing. We know that Boba gets Han Solo to Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, and so no one comes after him. Thing, as- you know? Yeah, and no one comes after him aside from Luke Leia, Chewie, Lando. That's what we know. We know that happened. So eventually Vader is going to stop this hunt. Why? Why does he stop the hunt? Why does he start the hunt? We still don't even have a clear answer. We have our theories, of course, but, like, why is it so important to him? And, you know... Yeah. Again, I'm I'm really trying here not to be a gatekeeper. But... Star Wars is what it is because of the original trilogy. Everything came from that. So when you start messing with that just to serve your own low agenda and sell copies, I have an issue with that. There has to be, you know, 
everything has to mesh. And it has for so many years. Yes, there's been... Obviously, there's been a lot of things in Legends that kind of bring things into question. There's always misinterpretations of canon. But this is just so blatant. And from a company as big as Marvel. Like, don't they do their research? Well, here's the thing. Uh, you know, the, these become canon. Unless yeah, that's my unless problem. Disney and Lucas and all those decide that they're not. But it basically... When they already signed off that it is. Yeah. And I mean, they, they, they could they could deny that as well. I mean, I don't think Horse Vader is... Uh, <laughs> it's considered canon, maybe. <laughs> yeah. You know. <sighs> yeah, it, it just, from a storyline standpoint, like, okay, let we kept talking about suspending disbelief. Let's suspend disbelief for a bit. Um, sure, Vader decided that he was going to take out Han Solo. Mm-hmm. What's the end game, though? The, the question at the end is, what is the end game? Mm-hmm. And then we still can't bypass the movie. And the fact is, is that Boba Fett does bring in Han Solo to Jabba the Hutt and Jabba the Hutt is in in possession. And there is no attack from anyone else aside from Luke coming in with his friends to rescue Han Solo. That's what happened. And And this wouldn't benefit Vader in any way for Jabba to get him, but he signs off on it in the movie. Well, in the movie, he didn't care. There, there was no care about Han Solo. It's like, yeah, sure, take him. Get your bounty, right. Boba. I don't care about that. He cared about Luke. That's all he's cared about is, is Luke. So I can understand wanting to take out his friends to isolate him, to make him feel alone. But at the same but token... Why would he freeze him in carbonite? Why wouldn't he just take the loss and the bounty and kill him? Well, and, and again, I... this story. Yeah, but I, I think I think that's the point of Vader going to Exegol because now he knows the true power of the Sith, and there can't be two. And see, here's the other here's the other thing though. Now Vader is in the mind to kill Luke Skywalker, not which just take his friends ruins, away, which completely ruins Episode Six. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense because in Six he still wants Luke to join him, not not you know. Not to just not just to turn him, but join him, and then maybe we can overturn the Emperor. But like at this point, Vader's mindset is literally, Luke, you didn't see what I see. He strangled Cthulhu using Cthulhu. Yeah. Ain't nothing we can do against him. We're screwed. That's the mindset we're getting from this comic series. Right, and yeah, yes, true. true. Pal- Palpatine is ridiculously powerful, and that was something known in Legends I mean, as well. Like, but... is, he, is, he, is he, though? I mean, is he, though? I mean, on a power scale level, he is. I mean, but, He's like... kind of stupid in some ways. In but, like, movie. is he, though? The movie does affect the power scaling of everything that comes after, unfortunately. Because, like... Okay, being picked up and, like, carried around shouldn't keep you from just destroying Vader. But still, at the same time, his mindset just doesn't work with the movie. The mindset they're putting him in just doesn't work. All I know is that the potential final end of Palpatine is two cross lightsabers. He got hot cross bunned, okay? I mean, 
Is he is he that powerful? I don't know. You know, whatever. Maybe the Cthulhu's like secretly alive, and he and like you know, Palpatine slips him. You know, some I don't know space money. Is like, thanks, man. I really appreciate. We really, we we really had here's, to freak that. We had we had to freak that Vader guy out. He was getting uppity, and you know what? We had to knock him down for no problem, Palpatine. I'm gonna go back to wherever I'm from. Cthulhu's like, I need about tree fitting. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, anyway, let, let's wrap the comics up here and let's start into Bad Batch. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm beginning to lose my interest in War of the Bounty Hunters, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how it what is. What would you? I, I know we're not doing ratings, but what would you rate this comic just out of curiosity? Uh, Ten. No, we don't do comics out of ten. What are you talking about? Or out of five. I'm sorry, out of five. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> um I mean I'm, I'm uh, saying like a one point five or a two. I'm pretty harsh on this one. Yeah, I mean Vader just because of the tone I don't really care for. You know, like a two point two maybe and then like You're so after nice. You're so yeah, much nicer well, than I me. mean the, the thing is is like the artwork isn't bad for the most part and like I get the I get the story that they're setting up. I don't really care about the story. I think the story is wrong. But you the know, story offends me. I am offended. No, I don't. I'm not offended <laughs> by it. It's just dumb. Um, you know, and then Afra. I don't know. Like Afra was okay. Three. I wouldn't even ask you about that. I was just Vader that I was curious about. Yeah, I mean they're they're fine. Whatever. It's okay. It's it's mild anyway. entertainment. Anyway, back on Kamina with Bad Batch. Yeah, Bad Batch, episode eight, again, reunion. Um, we're back on Kamino. Picking back up with uh, Crosshair. I almost forgot his name. <laughs> I was trying to go through tactical names like Strike Fire, Crossfire, Crosshair. I don't know. <laughs> It'd be funny if it was Crosshair. You should have just gone with Crossfire the rest of the episode. <laughs> Straight faced. <laughs> that that song, the Crossfire song, does get copyright strike when people. I've seen people use it on streams and stuff. Really? And they do, yeah, they love that. So anyway, um, the Empire has been notified that uh, the Bad Batch is is on our ship planet here. And uh, when we start this up, we have a Wrecker teaching uh, Omega how to disarm a bomb. And, uh, Do you, you think Wrecker is smart enough to disarm a bomb? Yeah, sure. Why not? Whatever. Just snip a few wires. I don't think he is, but okay. Yeah, whatever. I mean, he does have a face that looks like he probably got hit by a bomb at one point. But... Yeah, he probably messed up disarming a few. <laughs> yeah, well, he did say... Even in the midst of that. <laughs> well, yeah, he said the first time he did mess it up, so he probably that might have been what happened to his face. <laughs> That'd be um, funny. But yeah, Wrecker's teaching Omega, putting the pressure on her, and then he's like, ah, y'all, you messed it up, we gotta run. She trips over a pipe. I mean, my mm-hmm. God. And uh, it was just a smoke bomb. He's not, oh, ha, ha, I'm not gonna use real bombs. Did you poop your pants? You know, it's like, it's one of those things, did you, you poop your pants? You would've killed us. You would've killed us, brother. Poop, you would've killed everyone. Poop pants. Poop pants. But you, you actually mentioned something before we started re- uh, recording that I think is really noteworthy, how... 
you know, Wrecker has certainly taken over as basically the, the more father figure of Omega mm-hmm. than Hunter, which is kind of what we were discussing in the very beginning of the series. Um, I kind of like that, honestly. How do you feel about it? Well, you know, Wrecker to me in the beginning was kind of like a like an older brother or something like that or a crazy uncle. But I, I feel like they're really putting um, Hunter in the back seat because I, I almost feel like they think he's as boring as we think he is. Well, this episode really sets that into motion, I feel like. Yeah. From Cotton, beginning maybe. to end. And, you know, the, the thing is, I've talked to some people and, like, folks... I know one person I talked to was like, you know, kind of like their favorite was was Tech, which I found interesting. Um, I can't say Tech's my favorite, but I I could see why he's a breath of fresh air compared to the rest. I mean, I think he's interesting, but like mm-hmm. w- when I think about Tech, I think about, you know, the relationship with Omega, and I don't feel like he really there has much of a there relationship. They, they, this was actually the first time that I can really remember them even interacting in yeah. more than just a clipped stage. Um, and Echo's kind of like close behind with that. I mean, he's not much well, better. Well, Echo's kind of a reg. You know, he's not, yeah. he, he's in the Bad Batch, obviously, but he's he's kind of a throwback. You know, he, he's, he's different. Even more different than these guys are. Um, I mean, you could literally replace him with Rex and it would make no difference. Actually, it'd probably be an improvement, I hate to say it. I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I, he has a slicing skills, yes, but as far as like personality-wise, he's not. I'm I'm fine. Echo I'm fine was Echo. much more. I I liked Echo and Clone Wars more personally. Yeah, sure. Pre Bad Batch. Well, but it does. It just seems like we have a lot more emphasis on Wrecker, um, and obviously Omega. But the the relationship side of things is is you know kind of very one-sided at this point but the it, it would appear to me that the bounty hunters are being charted by the Kaminoans. that's yes. what i'm guessing I would agree. at this point yeah um because they seem to agree. have some plans and they want omega even when they were they were um talking with the Imperial commander there, he's like, well, you know, bring him back alive. He's like, oh, blah, 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 shut up. I mean, I don't care what they, and then, right. you know, they're kind of setting their own plans. It seems like to get Omega back, but that seems to be the only one, one they care about. plans. Right. And what those are, we'll see. Um, and here's another thing. You know how we talked last week about the scavengers doing like a really bad scavenging job. Oh, look, there's just an entire bay of weapons. Yeah. They didn't take those? They like, there's a bunch of torpedoes. They must have just started. Yeah, sure. It just doesn't make much sense, but, you know, then they have this plan. It's like, oh, we're going to pay off Sid with weapons now so we can get out of the thumb, uh, get out from under the thumb. Um, I don't... Okay. Uh... And then, uh, then we get a kind of another confrontation with, uh, with, uh, with Crosshair kind of coming in here with his troop. It's sort of like a battalion, honestly, battalion of soldiers. Yeah, yeah way more than we saw last time. Uh, you know, I don't think he's underestimating them anymore, which I guess is smart. 
However, uh, Bad Batch proves more. I mean, bad. Well, we have we have one showdown, and then they're like using the cannons from the ship to blast the the troopers, which doesn't kill everybody. Okay. Um, there is some pretty wild stuff here with the with the ion chamber, the drive chamber here. Yeah, that was pretty sick. So they they go for their escape through through the ion drive. Oh, and by the way, Omega uses her bow a couple of times yes. to take out some she troopers. Ki- yeah, I'd say she kills some people with it. It's pretty awesome. Uh, sh- 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 Ch- children sh- murder, sh- sh- murdering sh- sh- people. Sh- sh- it's awesome. Don't, don't talk about that. Well, there was one other thing that I was going to say too. So there there were the marauders. And they did stop them, but one of them totally fell off the side. But then, <laughs> then they show all three of them kind of knocked out, like tied up. It's like no, 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 no. Yeah, Dave, someone boy. went and picked him up and then brought him back, and he's Look, just knocked out. <laughs> listen, Dave, that guy had a movie death. He is dead, mm-hmm. and probably all three of them are dead. But hey, at least one of those guys is definitely dead. But yeah, Omega gets a couple shots off. So, and that was something we commented on, I think, in the last episode about. Is she actually going to use that darn bow? Um, she does. So not bad. Not bad. I'll I'm be glad interested to, to see if there's any talk about that in the next episode. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to see she's not a liability. Because that's usually what kids are used for in these kind of things. They're like a foil. You have to save the yeah. kid. But no, the kid actually can do some stuff. She's getting <laughs> some experience. <laughs> well, I mean, you say that, but at the end of the episode. <laughs> that, I mean, that's, that's different, though. That that's a little bit of a different thing, and, and I'll talk about that too. Well, I mean, we'll talk about it, but like just here, in the heat of the battle, she's able to to do something more Horror than cower in a corner to court. some extent. Yeah. yeah. Um, one other funny thing because I because wanted... when we before we got to this point in the episode, I was kind of forming this theory of how Crosshair would die because I still think Crosshair is going to die, and I was kind of thinking it's like well. You know, it would kind of make sense if he's, like, able to deal with his programming or someone else does somehow or he breaks free of it and he saves the Bad Batch from his own squadron that's with him and he just dies from there. It's like, oh, no, that's not happening now. I, I, have, a the- I have a theory about that, but I need to get a little farther in the episode to expound. There is one thing, though, that I wanted to talk about. We have this flamethrower trooper that apparently has a very short-range flamethrower. <laughs> Like, just long enough to not touch the Bad Batch, and then he right. gets whacked by a torpedo that doesn't go off. Yeah. What the hell was that? that I don't know. It seemed really dumb to me for some reason. That was, like, one of those things, like, all the guys were in a corner trying to write the episode, and one of them, like, brought beer, and they kind of got a little bit tipsy, and they're like, hey, you know it'd be awesome? We bring in a flamethrower guy, and just, like, blow them up and stuff. It just... Oh, and by the way, Record does throw a few people to Disney deaths <laughs> as well, so... A lot of Disney-related deaths. But yeah, that flamethrower thing just was kind of weird because it was like, oh, here's a flamethrower that just doesn't quite reach you. Well, that's lame. Which is kind of a movie trope. Yeah, I guess. Um, so we I've complained a little bit about the, the brushwork artwork in this, but... When they get to the chamber here, the the drive chamber, that's sick. It actually looks huge. Yeah, it was made for that. It 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 it, it looks it looks almost scary. Like it's the first thing that I oh wow, that's yeah, that's 
that's daunting. Yeah. <laughs> that's a daunting <laughs> look. Um, right. So part of the plan here, Crosshair basically has the chamber engaged to yeah. start the engine. Which, which I again, called halfway through the episode. Dude, how did, where is the power coming from? <laughs> we got enough power for the engine and the med bay. That's it. <laughs> Well, they got no. lights up in the in the weapons area too. So, but yeah, I, I just I don't really understand that. Um, so, they engage the the engine here to I guess flush them out or just potentially kill them. I guess his his plans more to kill them. But then the Bad Batch have this interesting plan to kind of bisect the the chamber with explosives, which. Listen, man. I know it, that I know okay, that it was if like it can an idea. Handle but... the power of an ion engine. Why would the explosive do anything? Yeah, it, it was <laughs> it was an interesting idea, but it, it feels crazy unrealistic. Um, however, that being said, the Bad Batch has now given up their weaponry that they were going to trade to Sid. So, in order to do this bifurcation, and really interestingly. Crosshair actually gets caught up in this this drive plasma or whatever you want to call it and kind of is burned. And my theory is that this is going to alter his chip. I think he got fried. Mm. I feel mm. like he got fried here and he is going to start being affected and like he'll get back to to the Empire and be like, he'll start changing his mind because his chip. You think it'll be subtle, though? I think that would yes. be better if it was. Yeah, slow. I mean, I think it'll That'd it'll so st- much better. it'll do very slow, like a very slow build, like kind of like Wrecker, but to a more positive mm-hmm. ending. Reverse Wrecker. <laughs> <laughs> but he he he's literally being burned, and this is this isn't just like fire. This is like radiation. This is right. ionic energy. So, and I, it looks like the rest of his troop is dead. And and obviously, in order to not be gruesome, you're not really showing the potential he would be burnt to, he'd be like oh, he'd be worse he would than be palpatine. anakin he'd be anakin Christmas, way worse right? than palpatine yeah but even with that being said okay we're not going to go gruesome but i i still feel like this is going to be the turning point for crosshair and he and that chip why, is, is going why to be did he put well, why did he put himself in a position to be it, why did any of them other than just for character building or story progression like why would you do that I, I I don't I don't yeah I don't know I don't understand it, but uh, but yeah there you go. Now we did have one surprise here, brought back an old character from Clone Wars. We've got Cad Bane. Yeah, um, who that was kind of nice. Yeah, a lot of people really like Cad Bane. I personally could take him or leave him. No offense, but I just I think I, I think with the context with like young Boba and everything, I liked him more than that. I don't I, see him being very important in this. I just never had a connection to him, but the voice acting is phenomenal. I love, I love Cad Bane's voice. Um, yeah. Which I actually did look up that actor's name earlier, and now uh, let me actually give credit where credit. Could you is imagine due. if they weren't able to get that voice back and they Corey, still went with it? Corey Burton. <laughs> Corey Burton is the uh, voice actor's name. So, yeah, I, I just, um, let's see, what all did he do? Oh, he did Count Dooku and Cad Bane. There you go. Really? He's done a What else has he done? Um, hmm, okay. 
voice of Captain Hook, but in what? <laughs> Professor Lo- Ludwig Va- Va- Von Drake, one of the ducks. Uh, he's been <laughs> nice. in the Transformers. He was, oh, he was Zeus in God of War, in the God of War series. Really? I'd be darned. Hugo Strange in Arkham City. Interesting. Yeah, there you go. That's cool. So he, he's, he's, done some, he's done some stuff there. Um, so did you think that Hunter had a chance against Cad? Going into this little duel. Well, I mean, if this were no normal Clone Wars rules, yes. But in this showdown, because I think they're trying to make him a little bit more OP, no, no. I think he was dead to rights as soon as he, you know he stepped off the shuttle. Personally, yeah. Um, and yeah, we have kind of that Dave Filoni Wild West showdown that he loves, and and obviously we saw that in Mandalorian and so forth, and. Uh, yeah, Cad Bane shoots him right in the chest protector, and uh, Hunter's shot goes awry and hits uh, his droid, shoots his droid's leg off. So I do have a bit of theory with this, though. I don't think Cad ever intended on killing Hunter, because we have a talk with the Kaminoans, Kaminoans, sorry, and it was pretty clear how much they want the entire Bad Batch. And I also think that they're the ones that hired him. So I think that's probably the only reason Hunter survived this encounter. Maybe. Now, the other thing, and I, I'm glad that you brought that up because it felt like in this episode, the value of the Bad Batch as a whole felt diminished to me. Like, it seemed like they mm-hmm. only want Omega. But you're right, because we mentioned this in earlier episodes, it sounded like they wanted the entire Bad Batch back, or at least yes. one of them or whatever. But I don't know. I think that's, that seems to be a little bit shaky for me right now. But I, 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 I'm, I'm with you there. So I just think this is the only reason that they would be able to get them to go back to Camino. Like, they would never agree to, so the only reason they could oh, do so it is Oh, so you think it's if, like a lore to get them back? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's an interesting theory. I kind of, I kind of like that. I'll be interesting to see. I'll be interested, not interesting. I'm not that interesting. I'll be interested to see if, if uh, Bane has a larger part here, or if it's just literally currying Omega to to Camino potentially. I mean, heck, he right. could be taking her to. Flipping. He could be working for the Empire, but he's uh, not or, a fan. Or like Jabba <laughs> the Hutt or something. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> no more Jabba talk. <laughs> yeah. But you are right. Bane could have just waxed Hunter. Like he could have he could have put another yeah. shot in there. But I don't really even think that that's Cad Bane's style, really. Like he's a bounty hunter. He's not really a killer. I mean, right. kind of is, but not really. Um, so I don't know. I, I, of course, I think it's, not guards. He likes killing them. Yeah, well, sure. No one cares about stormtroopers. Um, but anyway, that we, we kind of end here with uh, with Crosshair being bandaged up. He's got a breathing mask. and um, so he, They're a in a firefight. Well, he's got a splint They're and everything. Uh, y- yeah, I mean, it, it, Crosshair isn't, but yeah, so at the, on, the, on the platform as, as we're picking up Hunter, yeah, yeah. And Wrecker retrieves uh, the energy bow. We the can't bu- forget that. Yeah. Even though it's been technically destroyed, we got to get it. 
Yeah, that's cool. It's fine. It's still there. Um, but the Bad Batch is able to escape again. Um, Hunter is alive, which is, again, it, it does lead a bit more to your theory because armor. We've talked about armor a lot. Like, in some forms, depending on who's writing it, the story, you know, sometimes it's worth a lot. Sometimes it's worth absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, is Hunter's armor so much better or did Cad Bane shoot strategically so he wouldn't kill him? So, yeah, right. that's actually a really good theory. I'll be interested and to see what next week brings. And honestly, something that Star Wars never really expands upon. But, I mean, we have a stun mode. Do we have a low power mode? I would assume Just something so. to knock you off your butt, you know, yeah. to your butt, you know. Yeah, there you go. No, that's good thinking. I, I, I like that. I, I like that theory quite a bit. Um, but that would also, you know, kind of bobify Cad Bane. Like now he's kind of a good guy like Boba is in Mandalorian. Yeah. It's not necessarily a good guy thing if he's being paid to do it, though. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. So, yeah. Yeah, there we go. That's Bad Batch. Another episode down. And, and the only other final thought I would have, this felt extremely short. Like every episode is about the same overall runtime. This one felt really short to me. Yeah, I mean, like the jump between the disarming of the plasma grenade to everything else, it's, it was very, very brief. Yeah. I mean, like, even our ion chamber scene was, like, very quick. Yeah. Yep. No doubt, man. No doubt. Well, any other thoughts or things that we need to comment on? Bad Batch or even the comics or anything else? No. No, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, I think, I, I think I'm good, too. That was, I mean, it was a pretty satisfying episode of Bad Batch. I know it people was. are going to go nuts really over was. Cad Bane and so forth, but yeah. I think it was a good episode. Good overall episode. I think it sort of sets, it up, sets us up nicely. But I will also say this. It's feeling very Mandalorian. <laughs> it's starting to get there, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, next we're going to see Luke showing up and killing everybody. To, to <laughs> <laughs> wrong time frame. No, we're only halfway in. No. Yeah. That's, that's wrong time. Stuff. It's like wrong, <laughs> wrong time frame anyway. Um, right. <laughs> yeah, very interesting stuff. So, well, anyway, folks, hopefully you guys enjoyed today's episode. Um, as always, you know, let us know what you're thinking about Bad Batch or, you know, any other comic-related stuff, book stuff, uh, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter at TC Plan Podcast, or, you know, just send us a good old email. I'd love to hear, see your transmission come through the old inbox, and that email is tcplanpodcast at gmail.com. Um, but, yeah, I think that's about it for this week, so you guys have a great rest of your week. And as always, may the force be with you.